2: Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Back for the first of two podcasts, this one all about the Six Nations and what a weekend of rugby we had. So let's get straight into it with, well, I'm Tim, that's JB. Hello, Tim. And that's Phil. Hello, Tim. How are you doing? Right, I'm, I'm going to start with, uh, with a wonderful bit of rugby commentary. Oh, not from, not from the Six go. Nations, but from the Rugby <laughs> Europe Championship. Oh.
0: The, the, big show,
2: the big showdown in Madrid between Spain on that wonderful ground.
0: It is a wonderful ground, isn't it?
2: The university ground, is it? Un- yeah, University of Madrid.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, and Georgia.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Completely agree. Oh.
2: Knock on. (laughs) It's a good good try, and uh, I just love the enthusiasm.
3: And what a place to go and watch rugby as well. Now, were there there people in the
2: stadium there? Uh, That's a good question because you could sort of hear something, but I don't know if that was
0: just the players Mm. on the side. There were seventy thousand people watching the Indian cricket cricket the other day, (laughs) today, or whenever it was. Yeah. 70,000. That's quite a lot, isn't it?
2: Wonderful. But,
3: yeah, yeah. But in a, No, the, the reason I asked for Madrid specifically is because there was... Um, I read an article this week that um, lots of young French people are flocking to Madrid specifically because France has a pretty strict 6pm curfew and Madrid does not.
0: So. Wow. Is that right? Look, yeah. Well, Madrid has got a very shouty mayor, I think. Um, who, she seems to go against everything everyone else says. Uh, so I obviously quite like her. She's like, they <laughs> the, the, the Texas of Europe. Well, not and only Florida Because they've had some really harsh lo- Harsh lockdowns Oh uh,
2: yeah. yeah Really they, they really, really t- some
0: Really like police enforced Yeah So I do not know what the situation is Oh I anyway. know Because I love Madrid and I can't wait to go back Yes Because
2: yes. yes. it's two years ago This weekend That we were in Madrid For our last tier 2 tour No three. three Three years, years ago, ago
3: This weekend Because two years ago Was when uh, Young Thomas oh, Was yeah, born Oh yeah we couldn't do it And we didn't have it then And then one year ago Was
0: D-Day Oh, oh, yeah, because we did the show before the World Cup in, uh, Twi- right. in Twickenham, Twickenham. Instead, instead of a tier so That was the first downfall, and you just narrowly missed another downfall this weekend. Didn't oh. you? <laughs>
3: wow. I do remember uh, what on, on-, on. on the Saturday, I think it was, in Madrid, you running through... Uh, a dere- derelict building, sh- <laughs> shouting <laughs> shot in black and white by me, shouting
0: downfall. Hey,
3: hey.
0: <laughs> when you were doing the promo shot for your cologne downfall. Do you know what? I think I've got that because we've been messing around with YouTube recently. I think I've, I think I might have found it. <laughs> ah, that was quite a, a good fun little little video. Well,
2: uh, yeah, good point. Good to, point to mention that, JB. Uh, JB and I, and hopefully Phil soon enough, are just chucking some stuff on YouTube through the week, just because we don't want to bore our wives and we, can't, we, and we can't go to a pub to chat about it at the moment. So yeah.
0: we, we just... Uh, and there's so much to talk about. You it, don't realise how much there yeah. is to talk about. I mean, I don't know how people fail to fill column inches with rugby or they think there's nothing going on. There's something going on every bloody day. Yeah. It never <laughs> ends. So uh, go, go subscribe
2: and have a look at uh, Egg Chasers on YouTube through the week. And thank you to people who support <gasps> us
0: on Patreon. Really appreciate Can it. Can I tell you a creepy story about YouTube? Oh yeah, go on. Yes, please. So... Before we started doing our videos, we've, we've got a couple of other videos, like his... Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 like, a couple of other, uh, videos, um... Which we made Of just live streaming the podcast So that's what we used to do And we will do that again soon I've got a little camera And we used to just film the podcast And you'd see it In its very raw format coming through Incredibly raw for Incredibly format Incredibly raw format
3: Normally some, uh, some of your feet Very close to the
2: camera
0: Well Unsheathed
2: This
3: is interesting <laughs> right
0: So I'm looking through uh, All of our analytics Because all of a sudden YouTube matters to us now and I'm looking at where people have watched us and what they've done with our videos, because you can categorise your, your own videos, put them into playlists. Well, they've put most of our old videos into things like uh, guys play with feet, uncovered feet. This is foot, fetish. Oh, oh, foot fetish. Foot fetish. Oh, We've got a load of,
2: like... <laughs> do, do you, no, wanna, you have
0: inadvertently
2: become a foot fetish... Model. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, I'm I'm convinced this is YouTube's algorithm. Picking up on what we say and then categorizing it, because probably every reckon? probably every podcast starts with us going JB, put some socks on. No one wants to see your bare feet. Yeah, so so um
0: fifteen percent male socks slash shoe play shoes off. Uh shoe play guys. Hand shoe sock bare feet play. Men taking their shoes off. Uploads from Egg Chaser's rugby, bare feet play. Men socks feet. Oh, oh, guys barefoot. Oh I, my god! Can you? I, I, <laughs> unbelievable. So there you go. You've got uh, wait, wait, a foot, foot fetishes and a, bit of
2: rug, and a bit of rugby on the side. Uh, yeah. Chasers on YouTube. What a weekend of Six Nations rugby! Can I just say, the last couple of weekends, in fact, this Six Nations tournament, with the exception of Italy, has been absolutely <laughs> outstanding. If this was a Five Nations tournament, it would be incredible.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it just? Wouldn't it, it just?
3: Yeah, it would be, and you could condense it, obviously, you'd lose one game week, but there'd be rest weeks as well, so you could condense it even more. Yeah. Oh, yes. You could have like a double condense, you could do it across Get it five good, weeks. Get it out of
0: the way, get, and then get back onto what we really care about. It's league rugby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it would still be five weekends. Yeah. It would be five weekends, but everyone would have a bye week. You know yes. What you see,
3: yeah. yeah. So, and you could therefore do it across five weekends rather than seven weekends, as we do now. Which would be much better. Let's do that.
2: Let's get rid of Italy. Well, I mean, yeah. if... Yeah. I mean, given the choice of, if you aren't going to have a playoff for the bottom team to try and earn their place in it the next season, then I'd prefer to have five teams. If you weren't going to have a trapdoor up and down, well, I'd, I'd prefer
0: to have five. Sounds mm. like it might go to Seven Nations.
2: Yeah, it's sounding that way.
0: Which what, with uh, South Africa? Yes, South Africa coming on board. Which I don't know. We'll talk about that. Talk about that later. Let's yeah. talk about the actual games. Yeah, absolutely. Was this a tough weekend for you in general, JB? Uh, well, I wasn't really interested in what Wales did. I couldn't care less. It's Italy. I, I haven't seen a single second of, of that game. So when we get to, that, I'll, I might go make a brew. Actually, <laughs> um, the where's my tea? Anyway, uh, yeah, it was hard. Actually, it, it was it was it was difficult. I really thought France were going to win. Um, I, th- I thought France were going to win I've got to say yeah. no.
2: oh,
0: <laughs> oh,
3: More commentaries
2: well, <laughs> right. No actually Let me explain what that was Because that is a bit weird appearing out of nowhere This, did you know Brice Dulan, The French fullback Had, had a, a brief acting career
0: No, I didn't. is you serious?
2: Yeah, I'm absolutely serious when I say this He starred in a movie called To Merit Un Amour And he played a swinger
0: Wowza.
2: <laughs> and this is a, this is a scene that Bruce Dulan was in. Um and it's basically uh, he's with a woman who's eating dessert.
0: Mm. 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 Is that Brice there? What? Oh wow. And what's actually happening here? Uh mm. some presque uh, <laughs> meilleur. Is, it, is this dessert? for for families? Yeah, well, well, dessert so- play. <laughs> Brief.
2: So she's making that noise uh, over a dessert. Uh-huh. Um, then they have a very, very uh, erotic kiss. And then he says in French, is your dessert nice? Does your dessert taste good? And she says, I-, I believe, not as good as, and then names a part of his body.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: wow Racy, Racy. Brice Dulan <laughs> So <laughs> There you go Brice Dulan. Quite the player In many in many respects How uh, do <laughs> you name The five clubs That he's played for uh, Russell 92 Correct
2: He's one of the ones That came through The second division Isn't he So I'll say like Van Something like Ooh, that Ooh. Nice No No uh, uh, Biarritz B- Yeah
0: New I don't, yeah. no. I, don't I, I can only really remember him I uh, don't know So 2009-2012 Agen
3: Okay Agen who are On the precipice Of getting relegated Yep Cast
0: Yeah uh, Then he went to well, Then he went to Stad Okay um, Oh no Yes I can't really work this out uh, It looks like he went on loan to Stad Whilst he was at Rassing And then La Rochelle R- uh, uh, Rassing Stad loan. Wow. That would like be like it, yeah. someone going from United Man United to City, to City. Or, yeah, yeah, or Leicester Tigers to Northampton. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: how good was this game? This was had it all, didn't it? Breathless.
3: <sighs> I, I'm. A part of me wishes I was a neutral watch in this game mm. because I couldn't. I felt I couldn't properly enjoy it because I was so damn nervous. Um, it was an unbelievable game absolutely unbelievable game and I would have said that if France had won I would have said that if England won it was phenomenal
0: one one of the best games I've seen in a long long time Uh, would you totally uh, agree controversial would you say it's one of the best halves that you've seen? Because I'm not sure. the first gay, half. I think the second half, let's down the first. The first half was unbelievable. Yeah.
3: The first half was ludicrous. I, I, the, the second half I still thought was great because there was the, the tension and the pressure. Were England going to do it? Were they going to run out of time? Were France, were France going to run out of steam? Mm. There was all that pressure, even if some of the rugby wasn't as good. The first half was incredible. I've never I, seen anything like it. Well, I've never seen anything like it Partly because there were so few penalties. Yeah, I
0: thought, that, well I, I thought it was very well refereed. Actually, I thought it was. I,
3: I was, I was quite glad that there were so few penalties. I thought there was a lot of times when he could have given penalties where there was just. Um, general infringements around the breakdown, the rook and mall, hands in, well. suspicion of high tackles, and particularly in the first half, and particularly in the first 20 minutes of the first half, it was totally
0: let the boys play. Yeah, so Andrew Bryce has had a bit of stick in. Brace. 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 Is it Brace or Bryce? Brace. 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 Bryce Doolan. Yeah, Andrew has Brace. had a bit of stick in the past and i think if he's playing in if he's refing in the premiership as much as i bang on about how great the premiership refs are his monday morning meeting with his assessors would not have gone too well uh, because there's a lot of stuff coming over shoulders um, yeah. sea tackles contact with head but um, worth every, every last one of them player's not supporting their body weight at rooks yeah. and getting the
3: the favour of the decision um mm. which happened a few times consistent it, though it, well he That's was it. he was consistent Albeit his reversal of the Ben Earl, oh yeah, that was, was, inconsistent. In, that was yeah. inconsistent. Because I look, look at the, the big
2: screen and changed my mind, or captains uh, alerted me to, or the, the captain's challenge, as Eddie Jones referred to it after the game.
3: So I th- think he got it wrong initially, but he did get it consistent with how he'd refed it for seventy-nine minutes before that. Correct. And, and two really good examples are the end of the first half, the Tom Curry turnover. Should have been a France penalty. But there's a minute left on the clock. Tom Curry goes two yards from his own try line, um, goes to steal the ball and hooks both arms under the tackled player. It Curry is never supporting his body weight. I
2: think sometimes you get you get the benefit of the doubt. If if you're an attacking player and you go squeeze ball, uh, trying to birth the ball through your legs rather than just push it back, then I think sometimes refs are harsher on you.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And but you he was pull the ball up into the ball. And I think Ben Cave mentioned this in comms, that if you are trying to squeeze the ball through, the refs will allow you to concede the penalty by just... If you... Because the defender listener. can't get access to the ball. Yeah, Basically, exactly. You're, yeah. If, you're, if you, if you get anywhere near the ball,
2: you're the one with the positive act and the squeeze ball player is the negative yeah. act. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And it's a so, you know, good, good bit of detail, up. So he did... That he gave the decision that way for, in favor of the defender. He did the same thing with Vakatawa on I think it was Slade or possibly May uh, early in the second mm. half. It, they're identical almost identical. And then Ben Earl does it in this. And you think the penalty, um, in favor of Ben Earle is consistent with how he's ref for 79 minutes, and that then flipping it was inconsistent with that. I but besides I, that, I thought he was great. I, I have no I've, complaints from me. No,
2: I have no complaints. I, I think what you said when you said, had England lost you would have been relatively happy that's exactly where I was and I said after Wales a couple of weeks back now a few weeks ago when was it? I can't remember two, yeah two weeks ago you two asked the ago.
3: question didn't you? I, th-
2: I think I said I was, I was optimistic after that because I'd seen a spark and I saw that 11 minutes where we played as well as we did against New Zealand and that gave me enough sense of positivity that I didn't mind that we Well, obviously, I'd prefer to not to have lost to Wales, but I, I could live with it because I could see an out. And again, had we not got that try at the end, had it not been given, then I, I wouldn't have been despondent or gutted. It would have given an, an easy out for, for people to say that Eddie Jones is dreadful. Get
0: him uh, out. Get him out, all the rest of it. <laughs> so, but. Uh, so this is one of the eternal rugby questions, isn't it? Is winning more important than performance? And Tim asked that question the other week.
3: And I, I said, I'd prefer a scrappy win to yeah. a very good loss. Yeah, I'm
0: always about the win. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter who, who it is, get the win. But you are right. I mean, you know, they did play well in phases against Wales. Uh, as long as your team isn't getting annihilated and you're looking at think that was brain dead or that was stupid or, you know. Uh, there there is... were moments of that in the Wales game and the Scotland game. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, now, now, Eddie Jones is belligerent. And Eddie Jones is his own man, and I've criticised him at times, but I just I just looked back and reminded myself, and he, here's, the, here's the facts. England got that, when he arrived, England got that whitewash of Australia in their own backyard, mm-hmm. uh, did well in the Autumn Internationals, and then the Six Nations 2017 came around, and what happened to England? They, fin- uh, they finished fifth? fifth. They got destroyed? The, yeah, they did. And some people... Was that 17 or 18? That was seven, 17. I think that was 17. And okay. then some people were saying, I think by 2018, some people were calling downfall and, <laughs> and things like that. Every, every, everybody was on Eddie Jones' back. He's, he's, uh, he's hammering these players. He's doing too much. And then the World Cup came around and they, they produced, they got to the World Cup final and in doing so produced a game of rugby that no one had seen anything the like of in a generation since England won the World Cup. And look, Matt that four years from when Eddie Jones first took over onto where we are now and doesn't it feel incredibly uh, similar?
0: I, uh, no, I mean this was an England performance that could happen because they have one of the best squads in the world don't they really? I mean they you know, they can call upon it Are you happy being inconsistently world class? Because it's a consistency which is lacking and you look at the great New Zealand teams and I mean England should be up there with the best because they have the best players they have the most resources they have the biggest uh, the biggest union the biggest stadium they they should be there or thereabouts they don't
2: have the best but I, I take issue with the best players yes the players very all, good players but yeah they have very good, players. Everyone's got very good
3: players everyone's got very good players very good Wales players. have got very good players but, Ireland but, have got very good but players but Scotland having, have
2: having 10 players in one position is it doesn't help mm. you it doesn't help your best 15 particularly
0: yeah. okay well we can debate but anyway. anyway. anyway uh, I, they are inconsistent, and I think the Eddie Jones approach does lead to inco- lead to inconsistencies. I'm amazed that they won this game. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I'm amazed because if you, if you take England's physicality off them, they really struggle. And I thought France, for a large part, could do that. And actually, England really stuck well, but stuck well by the task. In England. So I was.
3: I was fearful going into this game because the France squad on paper, not just on paper, on the pitch, the France squad is unreal. They've just got so much talent in every position. They've got game breakers, game changers. And England, we know we know they have it, but I thought the France team on paper looked stronger. Yeah. Certainly the starting 15. When uh, DuPont scores that try 80 seconds mm-hmm. into the game, I thought, here we go, because... England in this tournament, they've been chasing the game against Wales and against um, Scotland, and while they've come back into it a little bit, they've almost had to expend too much energy to try and get into it and just imploded and in this game, I was terrified after one and a half minutes, I thought this is it, that's it, France are going to win this because England won't be able to come back and so the way Mm. that they not just worked their way back into it but worked their way, worked to dominate territory and possession and the way that they controlled the game in the second half I thought was really really impressive Yeah. now I would have I was still frustrated that um, they had a, a lot of territory and possession that they did not manage to convert into points and it was only right in the last five minutes with the uh, slightly suspect Toji try that I didn't that, think that, they that, took that, that was a try I, I thought... Uh, well, I'm surprised it got overturned. So I think it was a try. I think it was a but try. But with the referee's decision, I'm surprised it got overturned. Well, when you see the... As in the referee saying, on-field yeah. decision, no try. There's
2: a still image from the side which when you zoom in on it, he does get the nose of the ball on the deck. He definitely does. Eddie <laughs> th- Jones says it, he owes the uh, groundsman a beer for keeping the grass nice and long.
0: Yeah. Mm. I, I think it probably was. Yeah. By the way... But I this thought is, it I, wouldn't I would, get would, overturned. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stupid, a, it's a stupid question. It, it's semi... It's semi-serious. Is a try scored when the ball touches the grass or touches the ground? Or is it, does the grass need to be compacted to the ground? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think... I think it will, in the laws,
3: say the ground. I think it's, it, it, I think it's, it's You have to ground the ball. Yeah. But then what is the definition of grounding the ball? As in, co- there is contact. You've got the ground, you've got the grass, and then you've got the ball. So contact with the grass, which is touching the ground.
0: Yeah, because if it skims the so, grass,
2: I don't
3: think that that's a try. Uh, so... I'd give it, I, it but I, the, I probably would have struggled oh, to overturn the, the yeah. on-field decision based on the footage.
2: Yes, agreed. Whichever way the referee had asked the question, it would have been understandable to have stuck with the on-field call. Co- correct. I think. I think the correct decision was made, but I wouldn't have been upset if it. Yeah. If we hadn't have lost. And again, I, I'd already thought to myself, well, that was a great game of rugby, and England. Actually, I'm quite happy with that performance. Mm. And I think I think I would, I would have been gutted to have lost. But I think had it been. Held, deemed to be held up, I still think England
3: probably would have an, would have had another chance to win the game. Scrum, yeah. yeah, they would five meter scrum. They got five minutes left on the clock. They'd had a huge amount of, France at that point looked out on their feet, um, and they couldn't exit effectively. France, so England, the pressure would have mounted. As in, if if England didn't score that, if the game went on for another thirty minutes, England are probably going to win by. Yeah, I think 20 points. what
0: England can be most proud about, which is. Their ability to dig in deep, that's what they work so hard for at camp, is that fitness side. The fitness looked really good Yeah, man, man, Managing to contain France for as long as they did, and then taking it out into the deep water, is very impressive. Very they, impressive. What, there were times
3: in that game, because of the way that it was being refed, where there were minutes and minutes of just open running... And there were phases where the ball changed hands Five, six, seven times And the you can see Players are not retreating There's space everywhere And England invariably When it got like that, when it broke down England won that battle Not because they've got better broken field runners Because actually I don't think they have anyone as good as Oh, they do Vakitawa
0: and Teddy Thomas Do you know, I thought and No, sorry, Teddy Thomas in particular Like, when he got round the edge of Watson He looked devastating But it wasn't one-way traffic. I mean, they were were like two fighters who didn't like to defend. In fact, both of them were exactly the same. Like, once they had the ball, they were both as good as each other. And they were quite happy to not really tackle the the other guy. In fact, they complemented each other wonderfully. Well, France, I thought one of the best
3: things about them was how well they defended, particularly in that second half when England had all that territory in possession. Mm. There were times where England found some gaps beautifully slayed, For the first try, for the Watson try, found a hole through the middle. But France's defence was...
0: They scrambled really well. Awesome. uh, Like a Sean Edwards team does. Yeah. Who do you think is going to sign Watson at the end of this year? So his Bath contract's up? It's up. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Now that might be the the crown jewel in a, I don't know, simultaneous multi-bid auction. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Now you're talking.
2: I I mean, if I were Bath, I would say you're a fantastic player thank you for all your service we've got great wingers and we don't don't need someone we're not going to have most of the season or half the season or a third of the season we're just
3: going to get into the sevens lad yeah we're paying these sevens lads half as much they play every week half?
2: they'd they'd, they'd uh, be lucky
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, good point
2: but he he was fantastic I I think we've got to put this in a bit of context it's only a few months back that we saw a, a, a full strength England side at Twickenham need extra time to get past a French, uh, French A-side mm, mm. and look really unconvincing when doing so. And this was two first-choice sides and England snuck past against them. That's, that's to be massively commended. They've clearly come on from the autumn. It does make you look back and go, "What? why, do you think why didn't you do this in the autumn did, when, when there wasn't the Six Nations on the you line? But do, do you think they've come on? 100%. So so what we saw yesterday that we didn't see in the autumn, uh, ambition, pace, urgency, width, and they only kicked when they needed to kick. So when they'd sort of exhausted, uh, they've, they've, they've tried something a couple of times, it hasn't worked, okay, we need to just reset and kick, and they kicked intelligently. Yeah, okay. whereas, whereas in the autumn it was, we've got the ball, let's kick for territory, chase it. It was They were kicking because they wanted, uh, they were kicking because they thought they should before. Not yesterday, and what was so different is they were kicking when... They felt like they needed to because they were under pressure. Yeah, so
0: I would say that in the autumn, they look brutal. Like they are, they were open in saying that they had worked on their set piece and their defence and whatnot, and they did look exactly like that kind of team. Where they've come on is they're having these maybe five-minute phases of just inspirational attacking rugby, but they don't seem to be able to string that together for more than once or twice a game. It strikes me. So they, they did it more in this game than I I think I've seen before.
3: And when they, when they do it, it looks awesome. So they they did it, I'd say five or six times to great effect in this game, and it was it's um, the incredibly impressive French defence that stopped them from mm. scoring more points. I think that had they have strung that many phases that quick, that much front football together against most other teams, they could have yeah. scored. 30 or 40 points.
2: And all all of the basics were there. The line-out was absolutely awesome. Yeah,
3: the the line-out was really impressive actually, because France did a very good job in reading consistently, and Mark Wilson who was one of the main jumpers actually, was always just a few millimetres above
0: and a few milliseconds before the French uh, jumper. Right, so I have got some thoughts on this. And I don't necessarily know what the answer is. I might be making it up to... This might be complete nonsense. (laughs) Did you notice how quickly France took their line-outs in the first... uh, in the first, like, 20 minutes?
3: So I I noticed them taking some quick line-outs because England... I was screaming at the television because after two weeks ago England being caught napping on multiple occasions, they got caught on a couple of French quick line-outs, which, having been caught short against Wales, is totally inexcusable not to man up against a quick French line-out. Isn't it? Yes, yeah, so totally inexcusable. Th-
0: the French went quickly, and they did so two or three times from what I remember. Like, it, you know, and I, so there's two things I'm thinking now. A, do France think that they can catch England napping and they just want to get England whilst they're fresh and they think they are better, more natural players than the English boys and this is when to do it when they're fit uh, sorry when the fitness is basically the uh, same yeah the same the other thing I thought is look at the size of this French team and I know we joke about tight head locks but have you seen two more tight head locks and uh, yeah, uh, Paul no. Wilhelmsey or whatever his name is and Talfa fenua yeah, I mean they are the most tight head locks that you'll ever see.
3: They are the tight heads of tight head locks, and um, they, they they created the weight difference between the two packs. Yeah, yeah. I mean they are enormous. So, men.
2: so you're saying that they were they were wary of England being able to pinch ball, which they did on a, on really, a few yeah. occasions. And I
0: was wondering because the French, I think, and this is where I'm not entirely sure about stuff. I think the French focus more on their back rows to be their lineup guys, where in well, England and the UK we look at our second rows. Yeah, so well, Olivon is like six
3: six or six seven. Yeah as number six and captain.
2: Good-looking rooster as well, isn't he? he, he oh, he's a an player. He's awesome player. Impressive, yeah. impressive
0: human. Yeah, him, yeah. cretin. And Aldrich's quite... I mean, he's not... He's not. He doesn't look like a, you know the perfect jumper, but he looks like he, he can jump.
2: Yeah, yeah. so, so line-out was faultless from England. Um, I think they won all of their, their line-outs. There might have been one might, disrupted maybe, when Jamie yeah. George came on, yes, maybe. But yes, that's right. K- Cowan
3: Dickey was superb.
2: Yeah, he was. They... Um, all those basics Billy Vanapola got over 100 meters running in heavy traffic
3: yeah he, and he got like he, he got,
2: earned, mm, the, most of those yards were yards after contact they weren't they weren't like easy yards running back a long mm, kick it was an impressive Billy Vanapola was
0: really impressive do you think I thought it was a, a very good compliment mm, to him though really compliment and probably well, the, helped them out in terms of just offering a different threat was Tom Curry oh Tom, he was great Tom, Tom Curry's carrying, was, Tom Curry's carrying was, he was awesome he was world class but, but, but Billy he did it against Wales as well he made
3: yeah. about 90 metres with ball in hand against Wales yeah. again most of which was in very heavy traffic he, he, I said it two weeks ago I, and I'll I think, again, these are the two um, most impressive performances in an England shirt I've seen Billy have in about three I or agree. four years. totally agree.
2: And those foundations, solid set-piece, solid, um, solid line-outs, big ball carriers, like you say, Tom Curry contributing, and, and Luke Cowan-Dickey was great there as well. You you add, you add that, and you've got those foundations, but this time, they went, all right, let's go. Let's have a crack.
3: Yeah, and they, when they get that quick ball, which... Jay I think you are right that they don't do it consistently enough, but when they get that front football and they can get the quick rook ball and they've got men options off uh, oh, Ford yeah. and Farrell and options off the forwards as well, because you mm. put Sinclair or Mako there and they they've are got great hands. They're such. They're so clever at hitting mm. the line and having the the ability to offload to a man outside them or inside them, or they're both brilliant carriers anyway. So that, mm. when England get that going. They look incredible. The frustrating thing, and it's my frustration has not been eliminated because of this game. It continues, but they did it very well in this game. My frustration is that they do that in patches and they look unstoppable, but for lots of different reasons, they can't do that consistently. In the past few games, certainly against Wales and Scotland, it was as much their own errors as anything else, as in their own stupid Mm -hmm. uh, penalties that they gave away. In this game, it was as much... um, the France defence, the France yeah. um, line speed. But the other thing, it was interesting hearing in comms, obviously Sean Edwards has had huge influence on the the line speed and the, the defensive um, structure. The, did you hear what they said is the other area of influence he's had? Uh, Which is weird for rugby league. <laughs> and it's an area that I thought France were brilliant at, particularly no, later no on. It was the Rook. Uh, and one thing that France did really, really well throughout the whole game but they, they, they got um, penalties out of it later on was identifying when to commit to a defensive rook so they, in the first half when England had lots of possession they, France were not giving penalties away because they were just identifying no, you've got Billy Vanapola with Mark Wilson and Ewells next to him there is no point throwing a man into that rook so they let England have it and they'd let England have it, and they'd let England have it, and then they'd see, oh, but Sinclair's got four yards detached from his support man. Aldrich's going in now. And they identified and Mm. um, attacked those rooks, and obviously uh, Bryce uh, Bryce, was... um, Allowing the defensive player at the rook to get um, a bit of an advantage that we might not see in the Premiership in other, but I, I thought France were, were, were thought, superb in that area.
0: Yeah. Here's here's something for you. Uh, so this will be, I bet. In fact, I know it will be unpopular, but you talk about where England have come from, where they're going. Just remember that this French team had was struggling to train last last week. Uh, they had they nearly turned over England with their A team. And I think there's so much more to come come from them. I, I, of, I, would, I would agree. I, mean, they are going I, would, to be. I would totally agree. Of course. I mean, you know, by next six nations.
2: God, by the World Cup. Well, one thing England or New Zealand or any other country can't uh, can't have control of is how much better any other side can get. They can only control uh, what they can control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, France are legitimate World Cup contenders. They brought their A game, and England nudged a win that could have gone either way a you know, fantastic d- game. Yeah, we need to talk about Owen Farrell, JB, just quickly. What do you want to say about Faz? The the, the object of your ire for for quite some uh, time. Just,
0: look, he is he is who he is. We know exactly what he does now. He was okay. He was good. He was okay. He was okay. He was good. Like <laughs> he's fine. He, he was fine and okay. Yeah, I still think he's a far better ten than twelve, and I think everyone everyone that watches him thinks that. I, I would, and I, I've been saying this
3: since Eddie Jones first took over. I was actually saying um, in the uh, twenty fifteen World Cup, my my preference is um, Ford and Faz both on the pitch at the same time. Mm.
0: It's more a statement of how much he likes Ford, or how much everyone likes Ford. I think Ford is. Do you think remarkable? Yeah. Well, well, well what twelve? What twelve?
2: He has to what, have what, what twelve would get one of those t- players out of the team. <laughs>
3: Which tw- that's a good question which 12 in the world actually because Lawrence Lawrence is very good uh, I say Lawrence is a very good player don't think
0: this this is my kind of this is what really gets gets me going there's something about him which is intangible which isn't measured in traditional rugby terms so you know, I'm sure we could find a 12 out there with a better passing game or certainly a better defensive game or a better running game uh, maybe all of those things actually. But like for the Lions, he started twelve for them as well. For some reason, coaches really value the leadership cultural thing more than they do the rugby. I think.
3: I think that's. I think that's doing a disservice to his rugby. I think. I, think, I, think, I his think he's, rugby's great. But I think it's not it's said. I think his leadership is amazing. I, I think in this game, this is one of the best games I've seen Faz have for, for a long time. Actually, he was. Yeah, he was much better than he's been
0: previously. He was
2: absolutely flawless in defence. He's set the tone. He's and he, even the occasion where he got stepped, I think it was do, by, was by Teddy by Teddy Thomas. He managed to claw back the yards and hit him. Yeah, as well, it was like um, he, he I was convinced
0: f- that this was a Farrell red card game. know. Yeah. I was absolutely <laughs> convinced because I thought they are going to run over him. And as England start? Because that opening series of plays. What when he was offloading like a Fijian? No. The one before that, where France scored, <laughs> right? Like they were running, France were, were running through the England line. There was no That's what set up the try. Was the uh, was was how hard the French could run. It was Vakatawa getting on the outside of
3: Slade. Oh and yeah, Slade did get Slade, Slade got. Slade back. did look a little bit exposed out there, actually. But he did on
2: a couple of occasions, but I will tell you what, he looked powerful. Yeah, in bearing in mind he was up against Vakatawa, yeah. he looked. He looked big and strong, Henry Slade, in a way that I haven't seen him
3: before. Slade's two errors with that. That first one where he did get back and yeah. get Vakatawa, the other one was for the um, yes. Pano try, yes, where right. he's so worried about Vakatawa. Vakatawa runs a hard unders line, and Slade oh. just totally follows him in and leads, leaves like a thirty yard. I've gap. got to say
0: that Pinot try um, is one of those ones where, where it's very easy to say, "Oh, we should have done something else." With uh, hindsight, I don't think no, there's anything no, you can no. do about that. It, so it, had. That's a That's why it's such a good try, It because I don't think you can actually blame anyone for it going over. I mean, you can hypothetically say, well, if he did this and he did yeah, this, yeah. but also, if the it, seven it, ran all if, the way across... If he had
2: done that, maybe Vakatawa just yeah. gets, gets, a yeah, weak, yeah. Get, if, gets a weak shoulder and goes in.
3: Yeah, and I, I don't blame Slade, because Slade is marking one of the most explosive, if, if not the most explosive 13 in the world, who is running a hard underline line 10 yards from your try line.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Slade has to follow him. There's, yeah. m- there's nothing Slade can do unless he gets the call from Faz. But Faz is held because he's marking Fiku, who t- is taking the the ball, and then DuPont Fiku, comes round. There you
0: go. That, that there's a
3: better 12 than Faz.
2: Um, I'm not having
3: that. I'm, I'm not so sure. So so, I, 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 I like 50, I like Fiku. 100% certain on that.
2: Right. So, <laughs> there is, I understand. I think it's the same with the England team in general. I do understand why Why some people dislike, you included, JB, dislike Owen Farrell. Oh, sorry. At,
0: just, just an example. As a bloke. An example. No, not as
2: a bloke. Uh, no, I think it is as a bloke. It's not as a bloke. Don't,
0: don't you, don't you t- I th- tell I think, it's, I think it's as
2: a bloke, just like people dislike Eddie Jones as a bloke and they map that dislike. No, it, they, I think... They'd like that, they dislike that grumpiness, that belligerence. No, I it like with, it. And, and then they map that onto but his performance no, as these a are the,
0: No, these are things that I like about him. <laughs> the, the, this is not things I don't <laughs> like about him. But, you know, they're all weaknesses too. I, you know, there's a lot... Spoken about in the week about how he talks to refs, and I think there is something in that. Which Nigel
2: Owens incidentally did a, a good article, was worth a read, um, saying that's rubbish. He's he's. Uh, I, I've well, some I, I've refereed quite a lot of uh, captains on the field, well, and, and I know.
0: Th- Owen Farrell. On. What was great. do you think Nigel's going to say? Yeah, I often get influenced by smooth talkers. No, he, but if if he thought if he thought the whole point of manipulation is you don't know it's happening. No, if
2: he thought Owen Farrell was uh, was a bad captain on the field. Then, Wa- then he he would just would just would have said nothing. But it, Wa-
0: anyway, but, but Warburton says Warburton says something completely different. And Warburton's like, yeah, look, you got to do this, this, and this, and you got to, you know, it's the way you ask the question. I mean, the questions he asked the referee as well, not to re really that, were fine questions. They were the, well, they weren't the, exactly yeah. the right questions, but the way he said it.
2: Let's let's talk about this game. So he he, he kicked sticks faultlessly. He set the tone in defence. He offloaded and had a, a key part in attacking play but it was just an outstanding world class game and and just again just to pour a little bit of cold water on the on the haters
0: exactly, who are the haters exa- who are all these imaginary people no, there's
2: a well, there's tons <laughs> there, there of might
0: them. be one in this room there's one I think. there's one
2: in this room and there's a lot there's a lot <laughs> right, of wait so 10. so it's not just his england teammates over you know best part of a decade now it's and Saracen's teammates that all say the same thing warren gatland paul o'connell that time with the lions in 2015 Every teammate he's had, and there, and Matthew Jallabert, he's op- 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 on the opposite side. This weekend, grew up saying Owen Farrell was his idol. There, you, you're right to say it's intangibles. I think is the intangibles. Hundred percent. Ma- I think maybe, and it's probably the same with Eddie Jones a little bit. I think there's something us non-elite rugby players maybe need to accept. We don't know what we think we know, and the all of the the the, the one common theme here is that all of these international superstars coaches. Players all think Owen Farrell is incredible, and fans dislike him. Uh, let, let's just sort of put those Sometimes, on the scales and no, no, see no. which one we give you more could weight to. You can definitely
0: see why he's dislikable yeah. to people who are not English. There is no, I mean, like, oh, yeah. he's like, yeah, in, in the, the same way, that, in the same that, way that Mike Brown, yeah, or Dan Biggar, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, that's he, he, that's an undeniable. Oh, by the way, although I dislike Kieran Read far more than, than I dislike Owen, Owen Farrell. Why do you dislike Kieran Reed? Well because he, you, you, because you couldn't touch him with a <laughs> yeah, hover, he the hover Be, hand because he's obviously di- he's obviously disingenuous. Whereas when Farrell <laughs> is like losing his mind with the ref, you know, there's no, there's but, no filter there. It's just like yeah, far- what, what's going on? This is clear and obvious nonsense. What's going on? And then um, I love
3: I actually Ke- Love that about both Farrell and Mike Brown and Bigger. Yeah. Because well, Ke- they, they, you, there is nothing, exactly as you say, there is nothing fake about that. They are so passionate and they
0: care yeah. so Kieran much. Kieran Reid, right. however, in the Lions does the whole hey, Sam, that's it's the just be, a game. It's just a game, eh, mate? Uh, decision reversed. What? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, then, like, and then, like, the, the mask slips <laughs> and you realise you realize what you're really dealing with here. Yeah.
2: But can I well, just on Dan Bigger, there was one thing that did you see Dan Bigger's clear out? On the head of the Italian player.
0: No, I didn't see a second off. A second it was. Of this it was, game. It was it, it, I saw the t- his tackle
3: on Mayo. Was oh, there, it? Was, there was a really bad tackle that he did. But he, it, it was handled well it was by ha- yeah. Barnsley he, he went. He went to upright. Oh. It, it was shoulder right, to chest. Passive. Yeah, upright up oh, right, but, but passive. Yeah. Uh,
2: so it was up, he did not write the passive hit. And I didn't he, a clear out. he also did a clear out, which um, I might be able to get out the video of it. But he, he basically—it's it, it was totally unnecessary. Ball was lost, and Dan Bigger goes in and just shoulders the head of this Italian player. I think he might get cited for it and miss Ooh. the final round, final game. So keep an eye on that one. But had Owen Farrell done that, the.
3: The world would no, have exploded. The
2: world would have absolutely exploded with rage, and you would have probably spent quarter of an hour talking about those two quarter decisions of an and, hour. Why, <laughs> and why, and half an hour then about
0: why this this
2: is why he can't be trusted and uh, he needs to be out the team and he's awful.
0: I, I still think that there there are question marks, but look, we'll wait, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait till uh, the questions reemerge. All right. Um, <laughs> fine. Now, here's another thing which I think about this game. Which is, for the longest time, people have been slamming the style of rugby, particularly Northern Hemisphere rugby. It's boring, you know. It's too hard to understand. It's something other. Is this not an advert for exactly how proper Northern Hemisphere rugby should be played? Yes, skills are great when they occur, but it's a foundation of hard, nasty, mean physical violence, and the skills are only special because they're in that context. Yeah, but w- w- what
2: added to that? I totally agree. What added to that was the fact that for some reason, this whole game there was there was a sense of urgency. Like there wasn't massive stop downs with Macavena picking mud off his boots bef- before mm. a third scrum reset. You got the scrummaging in the power game, and all of the stuff that we l- that we love along with it. But it was within the context of I don't know, just a willingness to get going. And that was the. They well, to go well, It, each it other, was didn't they?
3: yeah. It, there was two things on that F- friend. France did want to speed the game up. I think England also wanted to speed the game up because they backed themselves to be fitter than France. So you had two teams yeah. both wanting to speed the game up and a referee who wanted to let the boys play. Mm. So
0: it made for remarkable viewing. Yeah. If, Ab- if, absolutely remarkable. That, just,
2: that is the model for, yeah. for rugby, you're yeah, right. Yeah, because
0: if you scrap all this, oh, let's change behaviour, brigade, which is code for I don't know what I'm talking about. If you just get, get rid of that, because the, the art of refereeing a game is truly an art. You know, it's very hard to... Reg- regiment it uh, and do the almost NFL-style decisions Well, okay, here's a decision tree. I mean, some things do work like that, but you need different approaches for different situations in the game because there are some things in rugby which are very linear and other things which are not so much. So it is a real art. Uh, and it's, it's exactly because of that physicality which we're trying to get out of the game which made this game amazing. Amazing. So I, I don't think they're trying to get the physicality out I think they're just trying to have it within I, controllable
3: I, parameters.
0: I have no doubt about it that that's exactly what they're trying to do. I have no doubt about it. Uh, like, look I, at, look, just not so sure about the, that. Listen to every single bit of media that comes out of the unions and the leagues and the official cheerleaders of rugby. And it's skills, 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 values, skills, values, values, skills. And it should be physicality, physicality, physicality. By the way, we can, uh, we, we can also offload. I mean, that's what it should be. But if, if they were actually trying to it's like get, the, f- get the physicality out, would
3: they not be changing the laws to get it out?
0: Well, every time... Because uh,
3: I've not seen ev- any evidence that they're trying to eliminate the physicality. They're trying to eliminate
0: headshots. Yeah, but, you know, when they say, for instance, I'll give you an example, the high-tackle like high things. I mean, yep. what we can't actually say... I mean, the, the real thing which they want gone is... Concussion. Concussions. Well, yeah... Mm, That's that's what they want gone What they want In a a perfect world Concussion doesn't exist Yeah And we could all just go But then they'd be whinging about um, Neck injuries and scrums Remember when the world Is going to end Because everyone was going to be uh, Because everyone was going to be paralysed So uh, in a perfect world You'd have no injuries And you'd have no concussions And particularly concussions Because they're life changing Right But We can't get rid of concussions Concussions are here to stay So we need to make a a Decision Is this too risky Or is it not um, Sorry Is it too risky How do we change it so when you get the, uh, when you look at the defensive way that rugby is played. There is no way. No, way to it. The only way you can defend an elite level is to win collisions, yep. and the whole idea of changing behavior only works to a certain degree. So when they say changing behavior, what they're really after, eventually, and you see it all the time with people who analyze rugby and talk about rugby, is we need to change. We need to not coach this technique, and the technique they're often talking about is double hits. Like in France, they're talking now about only having single hits. So it is out there. No, that's, that's going yeah, well, it's not going nowhere. This, these are real discussions. Single hit is is a proper discussion. They want to get rid of the idea that you hit on the game line and you win the collision.
3: If some maniacs in France are talking about single hit <laughs> then
0: that's Believe
1: that doesn't me. that
3: doesn't mean that world rugby or any of the other unions are talking about it. Well, I'd, I've just, I've just not seen any evidence that they're trying to reduce the physicality. They're trying to reduce the, he- the head injuries, yes, but the physicality is... It's just uh, yeah. The, well, the game ne- is as physical I mean, as ever. Let's, let's,
0: let's uh, this, they never promote it, do they? What I would do is... Have you uh, ever seen it promoted? I, I've, well, no, I've no, seen big hits promoted, big legal hits promoted. I, I, bet, I bet you've not seen a big hit video... Or a big carry video across any of the major unions' um, Twitter feeds, or, ma- or, or certainly, not, certainly not, not the Pro 14 or the Premiership. Rolling Rul- more, they... rolling tr- more tries all the time. Yeah, but that's, that that isn't a collision, is it? It's, it's physicality. It's not a collision. Right,
3: hang on, you said reduce physicality. You're Colli- now saying reduce collision. co- collisions.
0: Or collision, physicality, violence. You know, they're, scrum's they're, physicality, or Rook's physicality, or maul's physicality? Not in the same way that a, that a defensive collision is. Now, okay. So now you're saying no, no, no. no let's not let's not play smart semantic games. Well, no, no. I'm just clarifying no, no, what no, you're no. saying. What I'm saying is you do not see, you do not see the collision part of the game in any way highlighted okay, celebrated what, by the what, official what would, channels. What I
2: would say to that is the England Rugby uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram account and World Rugby's, it doesn't matter. Fans love what they love and if there is a monster hit, legal monster legal hit that someone does, people will find a way to, people share that themselves and of people celebrate don't. that themselves WhatsApp mm. it to each other and go, oh, check this out, boom, all the rest mm. of it. So it doesn't, you know f- just because people are worried about the pr backlash of going you should of some people that don't lo- don't even know about there rugby was, or love that's rugby that's the
3: biggest problem that's basically is all it people, is the people the yeah. people who makes
2: me sick of exactly, Yeah, at, you shouldn't you, be promoting this. this the people yeah.
3: who don't understand the game and don't play the game having that stance and, and yeah. I, I, just, I just don't yeah. see it coming no. from the, the main channels yeah. i see no, i no, see no, some it's noisy, what noisy they people what don't
0: say and that—that's what you've got to talk about. It's what they yeah. don't say. What they don't celebrate.
2: But the people that love rugby still
0: love a massive hit as much as they ever did. Yeah, but but the, but my problem would be those people who are in charge of the game—they don't listen to people who love the game. They listen to people on the periphery who go, "Oh my god, this 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 is unbelievable. This is a crisis."
2: I know. I know. And, we've, and we've spoken about we've spoken about this many times before. I totally agree. And, mate. and
0: just to go back to the thing for the, for the scrums film, there was a time where the scrum was it, the like the scrum was the. Beal or Beal or Endor? There were, there were trauma doctors. My saying, most
2: important player is a tight head prop. My second most yeah. important player is my yeah. backup
0: tight head prop. They, they were wheeling out trauma doctors saying, yeah, half of half of all spinal surgeries that I say are from props. I'm like, mm, are you sure? Are you absolutely sure? But again, where was that coming? Because that that wasn't coming through World Rugby, was no, it? But that, no, but that's what that's who that's who they're listening to. Do you remember when they said was it a tackle or a scrum as equivalent of, a, of of a car crash? I'm thinking, is it? Is it really? Well,
3: uh, That's the old um, Woodward thing, wasn't it? Clive Woodward, in his book on 2003, said playing an 80-minute game of rugby is the same as being involved in a 60-mile-an-hour car crash. It's not, and we could do tests. Uh, I, I don't know. These <laughs> days, with with, the, <laughs> with you, the safety... You can just walk out of a 60-mile-an-hour car crash. You should not walk out of a 60-mile-an-hour car crash. We need to test this. You yeah, might not uh,
2: you m- you be able, you, to, you you not be able the... to in
3: your 500kg... Fiat 500.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in a normal car well, will yeah. be okay. It's, a, it's an Abarth 595 film.
2: <laughs> and all of us in our mere mortal bodies rather than Tom Curry's shell.
0: Well, I mean, if, maybe maybe we just need a handful of players who are willing to get into 60 mile an hour car crashes and just see you know, see, see, see what the difference is. Yeah. Here we um, go, World
3: Rugby. Um, one of their, this is about their fifth video along, is um, Jonah Loma running over um, Mike, Cat. Mike Cat. That's fine. That, that's back in the day.
0: Find me. No, find that, that's that's find me a modern that's, day. That's their. That's yeah. the, that's. They posted it. Find me a modern. When was that? Six days ago. Find me a modern day video of big hits. A modern day video of big hits from from any so, of the league. There's one that they did. I won't be able
3: to find it now, but it was an amazing tackle. Uh, a women's rugby game. I think it was Australia England. England no. woman going down the left wing. It was, and gets absolutely nailed. There was
0: one going on from women's game, and it was an absolute. It wasn't from an official channel, though. But it, this was one that um, world rugby have shared. But, it, but anyway,
2: don't worry. you're right. So if they're not doing it, it's because they're worried about the the opinions of people that don't matter. Rugby fans <laughs> love yeah. it, and, and and it. And also, it's the bludgeoning your way at times is such a key part of the game. That you cannot win a World Cup without it. Therefore, it will be or, or Six Nations without it. Therefore, it will it will remain so. And and what a brilliant example of it we had. So, um, any more? Just a couple more things. Ben Youngs, uh, another really good game, another great game. Yeah, he
0: did go, he, he did go well. He did go he really had a gr- well. Uh,
2: it's
3: no one. On, no one on either team really played badly. There's a few people had some some bad moments, but mm. both both teams played brilliantly. Yeah. Uh, ben Youngs had a great game. Charlie Yule's, I thought, had a, I, had a really I good totally game. I totally agree. And he, I felt like him and Wilson did so much of the hard, unseen work, just clearing out rooks. And Yule's, I, I, I think you've mentioned this in the past. The um, the time that Yule's takes from making a tackle to being back on his feet is in, he works so hard
0: off off the ball. Funny player, Yule's, as in the people that rate him most are coaches. And that sounds like an criti- like p- amazingly positive thing It sounds like a backhanded this sounds like you're going to be talking about Owen Farrell again Yeah, but this is a true thing Like The coaches love him They love what he says, how he behaves, how he acts Things that he does um, you know, like The fact that he gets off the, off the floor so, so, so quick is, is awesome But then I don't think necessarily players see him in the same lights In fact, I, I, know, I know that they don't And there's a lot of questions as to Why is this guy here exactly? And the answer is I don't know He had a great game He he had a really Really good game He does work He he
3: worked He worked very hard And he's Other than the uh, Blocking um, That got called back Probably rightly Where he was broken through You barely saw him With ball in hand But if you watch the game And you see how much Work he actually does He's a very useful player
2: Yeah um, fantastic game I'm going to move on by way of uh, this story so ju- dip down into tier 2 which uh, this podcast loves we go and support it whenever we can and we'll be back on a tier 2 tour soon and if you're following us on patreon.com slash egg chasers you'll have priority access to those tickets when we do a live show in Madrid or Bucharest or wherever it may be as soon as we can uh, but to Romania actually Florin vlaicu I hope I said your name right Florin um, we saw him play when we went um, uh, when we were in Bucharest mm. on the Tier 2 tour He's he became the seventh player this weekend in test history to score 1,000 test points can you name the first six
3: score 1,000
2: yeah there's seven players that have got, that scored 1,000 test points Sorry. okay in so I reckon rugby. I've got three so let's take it in turns go on JB you go first well I don't, I don't know whether
3: yeah I think
0: I've got three four I've got four five <laughs> hey, just give me one then um uh, Dominguez,
2: Diego Dominguez, correct.
3: Uh, Wilkinson,
2: Johnny Wilkinson, correct. Carter, Dan Carter, correct. Rog, Ronan Agar, correct. Oh, I didn't have him. Jenks, Neil Jenkins, correct. That's five. There is one more.
0: <sighs> dun, 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 dun dun, Stephen Jones, incorrect. ooh okay, interesting. That's where I'd have gone. Uh, so instead, I'll go for. Oh no, that's ridiculous. That's not him. Uh, no, 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 no. No Australian fly hops kick, from what I can remember.
3: So Yeah, it's normally the second rules or someone like that.
0: Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So <laughs> I'm going to say it is. No, it's not him. Oh, the French have all their nines kicking, so it's not them. Yeah. Uh, Chris Patterson. Incorrect. Yeah. D- um... That is a terrible guess, is what I was thinking
3: of. It's the longevity that's... Okay, so... So,
2: you mentioned Farrell? (laughs) Did we mention Farrell? I'm I'm not taking any more answers, I'm on Phil.
3: Sorry. (laughs) We've not mentioned Farrell. Uh, Farrell's got 80-something caps. 12 points a game. Hmm... I can't remember. I'm sure they would have ma- someone would have made a big deal about him scoring a thousand points.
2: JB would have made a big deal.
3: JB would have, have loved it. Yeah. Take yeah. the tape out. Here's why Owen Farrell needs to be worried after his thousand <laughs> test <laughs> points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I am going to say Percy Montgomery.
2: Incorrect. Don't... Do you want to say what we're going to say Owen Farrell? Correct. Hey. Is it? yeah, <laughs>
3: got it. Correct. How many is Owen Farrell on then?
2: I don't know, actually, but uh, <laughs> Neil Jenkins, Diego Dominguez, Johnny Wilkinson, Dan Carter, Ronan O'Gara, Owen Farrell, and now Florin Vlaichu. Can, congratulations, Mr Vlaichu. Yeah.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com.
2: Very good. Oh, oh one thing. Actually, before we jump onto the next game, the England player names uh, the, sorry, player names. The England company names. Oh, uh, yeah. Registered with HMRC. Who yeah. Are, now, I think... So me- this is a really... I've, I think this is a really interesting story that's not not had much coverage. Yeah, I'm going to give a little bit of context. JB's our resident financial advisor, so if there's anything to say specifically, he can say it. But all I would say is, rather than thinking... Stephen at, Jones as, is seventh. Damn it.
3: <laughs> anyway, the, you're close.
2: Rather than thinking that this is a... Um, an automatic situation where there's been salary cap breaches that that that, and that's what HMRC are investigating. I would just say, every single person in my industry of radio television is currently going through a process where HMRC are reassessing whether you are uh, a contractor or an employee. In in this thing called IR thirty five, which
3: is happening everywhere, it's happening in the construction industry and anywhere, anywhere where there's contractors,
2: anywhere where there's contractors. So it's having a massive impact in my industry, and it's causing lots of meetings with different people and and, in organisations. So I've, so before you jump to conclusions that this is a oh someone's someone's been naughty with the salary caps, very naughty. Just have a look, HMRC are spreading their net. Casting their net very, very wide. So it's not unusual for them to go, all right, let's just have a look at this and check it's as it should be. And if we need to just change what we do yeah. rather than mismanagement. But, but but, the one thing I'm sure JB would probably agree with me here is um, the suggestion that it's out of order or it's somehow shady that these England players have these companies to manage their image rights. It's is just wrong It's just sound yeah, I mean,
0: financial sense You could sense. I mean, you could mismanage stuff through a, through, through a company Absolutely you could Yeah, but you uh, get found out Yeah, John. I mean, you might put some things through there Which you shouldn't You know, you might be putting your lunch through there Or some such thing um, But uh, rugby players are, are paid by their club to do two things First of all is play rugby We are well aware of this Number two is something which is less easily uh, valued And that's their appearance that's that's uh you know that's an image hence image rights sell brands sell tickets sell shirts
2: sell yogurts sell whatever yogurts
0: yep sell vitality life insurance so here's the example i use leicester tigers are great for almost everything because they're an example of almost everything but leicester tigers have seen their england boys once this year what are they paying them for because it's not just for rugby if it was just for rugby they'd be getting a terrible deal but george ford and genji and all these boys are worth something to them and that's what they're getting paid their image rights for. Now, every premiership club will have gone through the process, or at least a handful will have gone through the process, to work out what is legal, what is acceptable and what's not. They will have gone to the revenue, or they will have gone to a solicitor or an accountant and said, is this okay? Okay. And there will be a number, so I always thought. I, th- of I it- think
2: there is an upper limit percentage that's, yeah. that's deemed
0: acceptable or I, not. Yeah, so like you can't earn all of your money through image rights in, into a company. You can't, can't and, and the reason why
3: people want to use the image rights is because it gets taxed certainly initially at nineteen percent rather than forty-five percent as a high high rate earner.
0: Yes, exactly right. So if you so lower down players don't need these things because there is almost no point in having them. You know, yeah, or, almost
3: they, no point. They are not going to sell any shirts or certainly not any that would be calculable or noted notable
0: yeah by the time you've set up the company worked out exactly how many times you've been and i don't even think you get paid the image rights if your face is alongside four other lads so it has to be just you okay i think there's like some weird rules i could have that completely wrong um so they get paid i think Eighteen percent is off the top of my head. That's sort of the amount you can yeah. get. It, it's so it's not that they are not looking. They, I do not think that they are interested at all in image rights companies. I think they're interested in the stuff which Saracens were doing, which was all legal, even though it wasn't salary cap compliant. Yeah, I think that's what they're interested in.
3: Yeah. Well, so there's been there's quite a lot of. Um, case law and examples of this exact thing in football mm. and just two years ago HMRC were investigating 267 professional footballers for this exact stuff many of whom are not the super, it's not a uh, Kevin De Bruyne or a um, Bruno Fernandes or a Mo Salah type player, it's a championship or league one player who earns five grand a week, of which a significant proportion is paid in this manner, as image yeah. rights. that's where HMRC were investigating. And there is obviously crossover from that in rugby clubs. Um, the, the bit that I'm not... Sh- well, the bit that I think the reporting is wrong from what I've read is I don't think this would lead to salary cap breaches no. unless there is one of two things unless there is a Saracens type situation where the club has not declared it yep in which case definitely but any club's not not declaring at this stage they deserve to get hit with massive fines because it's just stupid or the the only other way um would be and this, this would never happen I'm being a bit facetious when I even mention it would be a deal that guarantees a player a net salary rather than a gross salary Ie when you uprate from nineteen percent tax to forty five percent tax, <laughs> their salary report. That's the only other way that I can see this actually leading to a salary cap breach. So I just can't see. The way it was reported was there could this could lead to salary cap breaches. I'm just not sure how. Unless unless I've missed something, you guys. Yeah. N- no, nope.
2: I think nope. you're absolutely right, mate. And I think the as I say, the wider context here is that HMRC you haven't sniffed something dodgy going on. HMRC at the moment are reassessing all. Private limited companies. Well, I'm
0: not sure that bit's true. To well, I think they are interested in something. I just don't think it's image rights com- companies. That's what I think.
2: Well, no, but well, they're interested in my. They're interested in my company, for example. They're interested yeah. in all companies. But yeah.
0: um, you know, with so I you know, with the with the Saracens uh, situation, it's obvious that rugby players have got. An awful lot of other side interests, and some of it are with some very sophisticated, uh, wealthy backers, and that is absolutely fine for the majority of cases. But in some cases, it might not be, and that's and that's what they want to look at. I, I think I, nobody knows until it's concluded. They might just be, you know, it might be nothing. Well, but but you got to
2: remember the the Itoji Image Rights deal. HMRC aren't looking at that, going right. There's something dodgy going on here. It was the Premiership
0: auditors that yeah. it, yeah, uh, yeah, went yeah, yeah. there's something so that, dodgy from a salary
2: cap point yeah. of yeah
0: so that's completely different things there, yeah so. that was legal
3: from a hmrc perspective yeah but exactly. illegal from a salary cap perspective you know I, I suspect most of these will be the reverse of that there'll yeah. be salary cap legal well I, hopefully they will
0: be legal on both sides so but. do you know what i would do i would have a system where because agents in my mind are facing a lot of pressure Particularly if you're an England agent, and in rugby there's not that many employers, is there? Let's be honest. Like you're a good player, you want to play for England at one point. You've got 12 options, or the championship. Yeah, 12 options, 13 options. Now you might want to go to Wales. Okay, you've got another. I mean, if you're a Welsh player, you've got no options, effectively. Well, yeah. And uh, and to
3: to that point, uh, Jonah Holmes scored a try for Dragons in a good win for Ulster this weekend. Mm-hmm. Jonah Holmes moving back to Wales.
0: What a terrible life decision, business decision. Exactly. That so is... they've got, you know, the the, the the options for agents to push their clients and get them better deals is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So agents need to think of something else to do. And I think if I was an agent, I'd be pushing for this change, which is the, age, the player has to sign a declaration of what he has received from the club in money. You know, this is my which, contract. This which is working. what the...
3: Uh, Miners report Proposed
0: Yes Did it
3: Yeah Did the players submit it Yeah players submit it And if you're a player And you think I'm not capable of doing this get it. So it's upskilling of agents or the agents, other yeah. third parties, yeah. And that's
0: exactly what I would do. I'd be, I'd that, be lobbying hard now to say, I need a new job. Uh, so that, that's we, what mine has said. Yeah. And then if it is wrong, the agent gets struck off. And then he can legitimately say, look, it is worth my five, your 5% or 15% or whatever it is, oh. because yeah. I'm making sure that you can continue and not have a financial doping back." Oh,
2: on the England c- uh, players' company names, I just love some of them. <laughs> so like, uh, Johnny, Johnny May's company... Pay, uh, uh, pay, is it payback May or something? Payback May Limited. Yeah.
3: Payback. Payback and, May. And I also because a lot of these are going to be run yeah. as effectively a pension pot, so yes. the money will sit in there for a long time and then take it out when it's most tax efficient. Yeah.
2: Payback
0: May.
3: Payback May. Well,
2: you'd have to have you'd have to pay corporation tax on it to keep it to, there, but that that means you're only paying nineteen percent.
3: Yeah. To, rather than yeah, which is called Mayback. Maybach Pay.
0: Maybach Pay. Maybach Pay. So <laughs> Maybe his next one will be. Yeah.
2: I, I did like both, I can't remember exactly what they are, but Owen Farrell and George Ford were both like. Owen Farrell, Image Rights Limited, or something. It, it was like really matter-of-fact, I think I think really,
0: really, really, really straight down the middle. Oh, there's a great one somewhere. I, I, um, I won't do it, actually.
2: I've told you before about Hugo Monier's, haven't I? That's the one I was going to say. Yeah, I told you. I told, when the whole Saracens thing came up, I, um, I started digging around, at play, and the best one I found was Hugo Monnier's company, which is Show Me the Monnier.
0: She's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Imagine sending that
3: invoice. It's so good. It's very good. Uh, yeah, um, Luke Caranddy is LCD Image Limited. Yes, which could sell televisions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, but, um, Joe Marler at one point had like a. I, I seem to remember Joe Marler's at one point. I don't know if it still is, but he had it was like J.M. Paving and Lawns Limited. It was something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Or tar- yeah. tarmac. J.M. Tarmac.
0: Driveway Limited <laughs> Well then uh, well, Newcastle Falcons Sponsored by a Tarmacking company for, Or driveway company For a long time
2: Yeah I think you're right I think you're right
0: So just on the What the premiership, On Premiership Rugby What they What they push They obviously have all of the Tries that are scored In the weekend But I'm not we're down to March 4th here. Oh, I'm carrying oh yeah. In. So Premiership Rugby won't. There is not a single, single tweet celebrating tackles, malls or Premiership scrums. Rugby won't. There are, however, three different tweets celebrating uh, groundbreaking women in rugby for a men's league. I mean, uh, you know, the the, the tone deafness of their, communi- of their communications project is just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so if, if I, if I happen to agree with you on, uh, on Premiership uh, Rugby. Uh, learn <laughs> with us. Learn with you. I, why do I care that you're doing online learning for kids? Show me some scrums. I am a if, rugby player. If, you can be too. Project Rugby. Don't care. Like, um,
2: that, that's great that rugby can have that impact on people and do that. But if you don't... you can't. They can't. You can't. If you can't love the sport Ugh. that you are... That you, if you can't love your sport, why should anyone else give a damn?
0: Can, can I just say, right? For every single ridiculous tweet which I've put out about getting more people into the game and spreading the game, I guarantee our podcast has brought more people back into the game than every one of their tweets combined. Every one of them. They're just so, they're so obviously for show. They're so insincere. And they, they, they neglect every aspect of rugby. The only thing they're meant to sell is rugby. That's all, their only job. Here's the, here's the best game in the world. Can you sell it? Well, women in rugby are cool. Grow up.
3: Anyway, what, anyway, what were are saying? One, one last thing on the image rights, because I think it is worth just mentioning the marrow image rights deal again as in the previous one
2: the brilliant deal Nigel Ray got on the the snip that he got Maru Itoji's image rights for which
3: which still looks it looks like remarkable value um, for (laughs) Nigel Ray so anyway there's a few fundamental differences between that that was Nigel Ray was buying um, Itoji's image rights and the returns from Itoji's image rights indefinitely funny
0: enough That does sound a little bit like like a
3: CVC deal. It does, doesn't it? Well, maybe maybe that's a little bit like a CVC deal. I'll
2: give you this half a million up front and I'll get a cut of you forever. So
3: Nigel Ray paid £1.6 for 30% of Itoji's uh, future image rights earnings, Wow, which values him at just over £5 million, which probably isn't a bad valuation. Now, that, that's totally different to this, because there's no um, ownership changing hands with the clubs. It is just, it, they are being paid. The that's player's a great being investment. Played. I
2: mean, Nigel Ray's sunk a lot of money into rugby. He's just made an amazing investment there. He's going to get a lot of money out <laughs> yeah, of rugby.
3: Well, the, so the reason why uh, it got caught up in the salary cap thing was, well, first of all, Saracens didn't declare that. Yeah, uh, They're two connected parties, obviously. Nigel Ray uh, owning Saracens and Maritoji being a player. So Saracens didn't declare it. It was at the time when Itoji's contract was being renegotiated and Itoji was allegedly underpaid compared to his market yes. value on his contract. Correct. Um and also the so here's the where the interest here's the interesting bit where Saracen's totally messed up in their defence. So the salary cap manager assessed the value of that um thirty percent as eight hundred K. They had a calculated assessment. Um Saracen's had a pwc assessment but didn't rely on it um, and therefore the salary cap manager's assessment of 800k which is a, that it really is a bargain was the fair assessment and saracens were guilty of the 800k overpayment yeah. saracens never actually contested the uh, premier rugby valuation of 800k they only contested the principle that it shouldn't be counted as salary so saracens I read, read it back the other week. Saracens totally, totally messed up in their own defence of their own valuation yeah. of a player. We, we did talk about this
0: off, off, off air, which is Saracen solicitors failed to win a single legal document yeah. in a 106 page <laughs> yeah. report. I mean, those are the people that should be sued. Yes, definitely.
2: Well, it was, like it was, the, it was uh, the UK's answer to the
0: court cases, the Kraken. We've got yeah. the Kraken. We've got him. We got, uh, like, uh, to be so incompetent, I think what they tried to do is argue the law when you need to argue yeah. the salary the cap. The salary cap, yeah. But, uh, but anyway,
2: l- let's, let's, let's love and celebrate the sport then, um, because uh, Wales played and won convincingly great. Good. What Cheers. About, Let's yep, move well
3: on. Yeah, we we don't learn anything from that. We'll, we'll no. play some nice stuff. Scored some nice tries. Did,
2: did, did they? Okay, I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: did, the world did play some nice oh, stuff. I, I, Italy. I, it- I
2: literally. I, I think I'm, uh, the one silver lining out of Italy being so bad, and they are garbage, they are absolutely garbage, um, is garbage GC. <laughs> garbage GC, yeah. Is you 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 can without Hosh, without that. even a worry, you can just double check they're getting battered, uh, they, they're getting battered, and then put watch the premiership. premiership games. Yeah, we can watch Premiership. Is, yeah. That's
0: exactly what I did.
3: Yeah, nothing nothing to learn here. And there's, so there's jo- no- Josh Adams messed up a try in the corner. Yeah, he's got a lovely try. And some of the hands for the the Wales tries were great. Uh, he messed up a try. Not yeah. putting, he didn't put the ball down until he was about a meter and a half over the try line. Oh, no. By I've which time that. his his foot was in touch. I
0: think did Wales not draw a game against Italy because of that. Oh, they went who? over the dead ball. Yeah, who did who it. did that? That was like I ten, 10 years ago. I Gareth we were, Thomas. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure that was to win it. It was almost overtime. Or, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, something like that.
2: But I, I think it should yeah. be a law until Italy prove their worth. At the very least They should have to be The first game on the Saturday Because they're just an, They're an anti-climax You don't want Italy to come after anything And especially yeah. When the Italy game Is on a Sunday You're like Well that's nothing no, yeah.
0: no what's, b- what's the point But what <laughs> no, if Italy Are playing for No This still doesn't work Does it Because If you've got Italy On the final day of the weekend You're winning the championship No come what may I mean Italy had something To play for here Didn't they Presumably Wales are current GB, um, GB Cup holders They must be i don't know what's happened to the jb cup staff uh, not, like, they might they must be on furlough but we used to have the jb cup twitter account furloughed and probably ir35 probably ir35 and furloughed yeah so that i don't know what where they've gone but yeah wales must be the uh jb cup holders i'd yeah. imagine well
2: rome great weekend you can have a great weekend in rome amazing uh, weekend as well we, we were only there for 24 hours and we mm. had an awesome time and uh but other than that, I just I don't see the point in them at the minute. I, really, I just don't see the point in them. I, I find
0: it, I, I, I'm a bit down on it to be honest. Constantly Cause... rebuilding, yeah, heard it all before. Yeah. Bringing kids through, yeah, heard it all before. However, let me talk about this. Um, so I'll start somewhere else, and we'll get back onto Italian rugby somehow. So I have got a monumental problem at the moment. It is a problem which I I'm really struggling to solve. Which is England are actually quite good. No, <laughs> people didn't. Because I do numerous podcasts and I like rugby, uh, and one of my other podcasts is um, pilot episodes with some aviators. I get sent these incredible, um, like periodical ma- magazines, like qu- like quarterly, ma- quarterly magazines. And I've just got Rugby Journal, uh, an, a a publication that you that you've written for. Yeah, right.
2: It's, it's wonderful, quarterly, beautiful, elite. Um it's a beautiful thing
0: it, it is it's a work of art like, yeah. so I sat down to read this thing and I just opened it I thought someone's putting in some hell, a hell of a lot of, lot, lot, lot of effort here I get another one called Wings that's just sent, sent to me because of the podcast and some bloke has gone out to America to take pictures of a flying boat it just it all looks gorgeous and I'm thinking like what do I do with this stuff do I have to keep it forever now is my house going to get overrun by, by high end magazines because I can't <laughs> throw this away wood chipper with, no, it's just, it feels like this guy's gone to America to take pictures of of, of airplanes, and now I'm just going to go, yeah, great story, bro, throw, just like throw it away. So I'm slowly building, and I've also got Octane m- magazine too, which looks incredible. Anyway, so that that's my problem, but this is why I wanted to bring it up, because in Rugby Journal this week, I think we have found the world's coolest rugby jersey. Correct. Yeah, that it, is awesome. It is the... Milan, 1980s, 1980s. Milan, cotton, Silvio Berlusconi, Adidas, Adidas. Yeah, Amat- and, Amatori and- M- Milan
3: is the club. Uh, who? Amatori Milan. Yeah, and it is, uh, and it was owned by Silvio Bellasconi So there's pictures of the team drinking champagne out of plastic cups in the changing rooms after a game with Silvio Berlusconi. Unbelievable scenes.
0: Unbelievable. That is ludicrous. Now I will give away everything in this dungeon. Everything for one of those jerseys. <laughs> well, hold on.
2: Some, some of this stuff in, is mine and Phil's in this dungeon, so you be careful what I, well, you that give away. Well, first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yes. Uh, unbel- it, 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 it's great.
2: The club doesn't exist anymore. Does it not? No. What a shame. It, it was disbanded in 2011. For what reason? And it, it began too, in 1927. Too much partying. Yeah, too many bunga-bunga parties.
3: Oh, what it's, a travesty. It's actually... So the the quality of the pictures in the Ruby Journal are amazing. Just a very quick Google search. It's difficult to actually get. I, I can't. The only uh, the only image. It's not even of the same kit. I, the, the, I don't think there's a, any images of that um, so, kit. Let's have a look. Can you, well, the, can you look? The, the the kit. They, they're just. To you search around. for it. An
2: 80s amatory Milan rugby jersey,
3: please. Very late 80s or very early 90s. Why, with a little uh, Italian flag with a star above it.
0: Which Um, means they must have won something at one point. Italian championship,
2: maybe. Probably. But, um, yeah, so the Italian game happened and, yeah, fine, didn't learn anything. Wales won at a canter and, and they're on for... Grand Slam. It's unbelievable. This, but there you go. Yeah, it is unbelievable.
0: It's absolutely unbelievable. So
2: I hope Wales, you, you understand, Wales fans, you understand why there's no discussion because t- there's nothing. How, there's, how, there's
0: nothing to discuss. How can Wales beat France next weekend? I just can't see us in a million years. We'll I, get on. To, we'll get on to, <sighs> They put forty points on England. How?
2: How
0: <laughs> is this happening? There's something. I, I would seriously do an audit of the squad and make sure that they all still have their firstborn fit and healthy and, and with them <laughs> because there's something very wrong going on here
2: <laughs> ne- necromancy in Wales yeah <laughs> something bizarre yeah.
0: Uh, yeah but there was a game which was worth talking about oh yeah, yeah. that's
2: great
3: another very entertaining game bit of loose refereeing let the boys play yeah. nice long
0: advantages um great, great game. Really good, Sc- game. Scotland Island. Yeah, so I made this point on Twitter. Tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. Uh, Scotland or Harlequins in the way that they play. And now Ireland, is that
3: is that Harlequins because Harlequins right now is a very different
0: beast to Harlequins at any point over the last eight years. No, Harlequins right now. Harlequins right now because Harlequins right now are actually just a bit better than Harlequins for the last eight let's, years. Let's not get into Harlequins. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, I've got lots to say about Harlequins. Yeah, I know. Lots <laughs> <say about> <laughs> on, MW, on
2: the, MWDP on the midweek domestic podcast. hours.
0: Hours of Harlequins chat <laughs> this week. So Scotland are basically Harlequins. Just unbelievably, it's some unbelievably talented players. Um, it can score weird tries, kind of. are quite good now, but then they lose, and then Ireland or some sort of bath, bath trying bath, but they want to be Saracens. Hmm.
3: I th- I prefer the Scotland to Quinns analogy. The island to Bath. Like,
0: what are, what are islands? Like, almost like a budget England at, at the moment.
3: They, well, they they want to do what you described as the quintessential Northern Hemisphere rugby, which is actually the quintessential way of playing rugby, which is have a massive dis- destructive pack and some guile and skill in the backs, which is what every team really aspires to. Every serious team aspires to have a massive physical pack. Yeah. And certainly, any team that's ever won anything has a massive physical pack and some skill in the backs. And
0: they're not—they're not, they're not a million miles so
3: away from it, are they? they? They've got some awesome players in the pack. Um, so, I really—I really like Tyburn. The way he's playing, I like him playing at nice. six. His lineup work both. Offensively and defensively, is brilliant. His work around the ruck and the Mall is awesome.
0: He's athletic. He's such a good player, intelligent player, really yeah, smart yeah. guy. So and he makes he makes them tick. That pack. they were saying on comms, right? That Ireland have got the better of Scotland around the ruck and yeah, they did. The more I didn't think that was necessarily the no, case. I totally did. Line
2: I, line out, line out, bre- yes. line out, breakdown, collision, not all, all, all yeah, it's hundred nah. percent. Those are the areas where Ireland won this game. The collisions, the breakdown, the line out. And uh, I think it, what you actually saw from Ireland, uh, although I don't want to be unkind to, to or suggest Andy Farrell hasn't had any part in this, all the players didn't go out there, but two months of Paul O'Connell is what you saw on that field.
0: Uh, OK, so we're going to disagree here. So watching, for, Forwards
2: won that game for Ireland what, by a mile. The so what, forwards were outstanding, the backs were OK So, watch you,
0: so watching, So watching the scrimmaging, for instance, they were giving a lot of credit to Kean Healy. And I didn't, didn't see that at all, actually. In fact, the penalty that went against Scotland looked to me like it was Kean Healy's fault. And then later on, w, uh, WP starts walk, walking backwards. And like, yeah, that is definitely a thing. He was so aggressive in, in, in the scrum that I thought he was getting it wrong. In fact, that's his, that, and that's his game, isn't it? He is a super aggressive prop. So that, that was that was the first thing. The line-out, yeah, they had him bang, bang to rights no, uh, no there. Scott,
2: right. what happened to Scotland's line-out? Was, they just got absolutely you remember, murdered.
0: T- You've got to remember that Byrne, when he was at Scarlet's, I think he had the most steals in the pro, yeah. in the pro, yeah. pro for the team. Now, I don't know what how he goes at Munster, but he's a remarkable and then, player.
3: And then Ryan and Hendo are also fairly handy. Yeah. I,
2: I, we had one comment on Twitter, which I thought was uh, bang on, I'll try and find it. At Rugby Podcast we are, and it was, uh, is Ian Henderson, the new Tom Croft, peaking to his best every Lions year? <laughs> God, God, God he's good... playing some good stuff, and he, he
3: was on a great run of form in that the was, last Lions. That
2: was JK on Twitter, thank you.
3: Um, it doesn't help that Scotland are on their third choice hooker. Mc, McNally and uh, Fraser Brown would be 1-2, yeah. 1A and 1B. Yeah, um, so th- that doesn't really help.
2: I-, I thought the Irish pack were were really
0: really good, and well, I
2: don't, I don't know if it's the Paul O'Connell thing. I, I could do you, just be do you think correlation well, and
0: causation. Do you think they stood up well in 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 the back row battle? Hundred th- percent, they won the breakdown. I thought Richie and Watson in particular, second yeah. half. I do. I really like. Watson had a really good game? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I thought they were far more even, particularly in collisions than maybe you guys do. Um, and then there was just some luck, too. Uh, that, that first try was, was outrageous. And there again, it could have been more outrageous, because if Hogg collects that kick, it looks like one of the best bits of skill that I've ever seen. That's the Henshaw try. No.
3: The oh, the, the first... The first sorry. Yeah, yeah. Now, that try is outrageous. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's the... It's the charge down. It's Hogg tries to kick it, totally mistimes his kick, kicks the ball into his own chin, <laughs> and then it bounces into his pass so he can kick it again. And that was a great kick. And then Finn over kicks it, but it hits James low Was it low? And who just it just ricochets oh. up in the air and straight into
0: Finn's hands. Yeah, to forget. James Lowe, didn't he? James yeah. Lowe did not have
3: a good. God, he got well, so. His miss tackle for Hugh Jones's try was just basic. Was really basic. It was jaw dropping. It was, but he got manhandled by yeah. Maitland a couple of times. Yeah,
0: Maitland's a big old boy, though. Yeah, Maitland is uh, a big old boy. I don't care, James Lowe's, Lowe's
3: James Lowe,
2: pow, a power winger. Finbar Barbevan has uh, tweeted us at Rugby Podcast and said, I'm a Leinster fan, I'm a big James Lowe fan, however, his defence looks short of international standard. Is this something he can improve, or does it not mean he's a, quote, test match animal? I, well, th- I don't think it was just today. I've been, uh, I think James Lowe's looked shaky... All tournament. So I, like, I don't. I don't think he's there.
0: I, I like there. James Lowe I do think he is a test match player, and I also like how Ireland try and get him involved in the game. Like they use him for get m- him off the wing, yeah, coming rounds. Yeah, I I like that as well. Yeah, he's uh, far more useful than you. You know, but, and maybe that's a maybe that tells you think about where I feel that the rest of their team are weak
2: well no Stockers, Stockers came back for Ulster this week and, and do you looked, see his he's, run yeah, for he looked really good. I
3: can't remember who's called oh it's uh, Albie Matthews yeah. Yeah, so two,
2: Stockers are back I think he's straight back in the, the team Stockers, no, not, next, right? not next week I think after this tournament is you just,
0: I mean it's a weird thing to be saying this Stockers doesn't give you a give you a kicking option like James Lowe does they, they, they use James so Lowe so he's, he's not a
2: turnstile in defence Stockers yeah, defence yeah. is the great. I mean, not a turnstile that It's so style.
0: egregious what happened that the, the huge Jones try and, and what I'm saying
2: is it's not just this weekend he's I, you look back over the tournament; his defence has been suspect.
3: No, it's, it, it's, it was interesting because there was uh, some noises about James Lowe being a potential lion when he made his um, island debut, and I, yeah. I've kind of always felt that was uh, a bit premature. Um, mm. he, he does some things very well; his heavy traffic carrying is yeah. as good as any winger. Yeah. But you can't have you can't be one of the best at one thing and have deficiencies in your game elsewhere. It's not
0: even a deficiency. I mean, that was alright schoolboy. Uh, no, no
3: that, that, to... that huge on try <laughs> should actually... that should, should never have been scored, and that that levelled it up, didn't it? That was twenty-four all. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: no, an international rugby exposes any flaws because I, and, and and the game of an international winger, you've got to be flawless under the high ball, have good awareness of space, yeah. read defenses, take your chances when you've got them in attack. It's a it's a it's an exposed but, yeah. place to be. The and,
0: only thing I'd say about this, right? And I, by the way, when you say it exposes flaws, I consider a flaw to be like. He makes the tackle. He's getting dragged on the floor for about three yards, but then well, just doesn't have the. the he not complete the tackle, right? Slade.
3: It took him eight yards to take down Vakatawa. Yeah, that, that, and that, that's that's, that's the le- level of negativity <laughs> we're talking about when Vakatawa is one of the best players in yeah. the world, and we f- count that as a negative. That's negative.
0: James to to, Lowe to, is to fall off,
3: to fall off, Hugh Jones, twenty yards from your own line, to allow a walking try—that that, yeah. that that sparked the comeback. He, that wasn't the, I mean, the, here's the thing: leveling try. But here's
0: how you know, it's it, it is completely off the rails. He remains on his feet. Yeah, like,
3: yeah. at least
0: be on the floor. Well,
3: he just kind of like brushed his
0: shoulder. Yeah, at least fall over, <laughs> pretend to fall over, do something. <laughs> like that's perhaps so shameful. But, but on, on the, oh, sorry, go. So yeah, just on James Lowe, I would. Even though it was so shameful, don't forget how useful he is because that's the other side of his game. He is incredibly useful. I think he's very dynamic at the ball and he's a good kicker. I think oh, there's loads of loads. I, I, of I agree with all this, but look at go back and look at the games from this tournament. He cost
2: he cost several tries from poor defence, and mm. at the highest level, that that's that's going to cost you for for as, you're going to have a net net negative at the minute. I'm not saying not writing him off, but I'm saying let him go back to Leinster and and start playing well again because it's he's been exposed and but but on on a broader point it when we have mentioned this recently over the last year or so but are we really seeing the end of the age of the power wingers because as as much as i and do for Scotland looks good at times he also gets a bit exposed and then Joe Thock and a singer hasn't materialised so you've got James Lowe Joe Thock and a singer Iron Do, George North is no longer really international yeah. winger
0: he's not 13 now, right? yeah well he's, he's playing well at 13 yeah, he's the no, second
2: coming well, of BOT from what yeah, I understand yeah. He's, yeah. He's Ju- well th- Julian Surveyor as well Julian Surveyor so we may, may
3: kind of dropped in uh, yeah. in favour of guys like uh, Will Jordan Jordie Barrett Damien McKenzie Ben Smith guys who are not Tommy um, enormous T- players Tilly-tomer. Tilly-tomer. yeah I mean hey, Caleb Clark who's come into the All Blacks as well, he's, he's a
0: pretty big guy he's a pretty yeah. big unit look it all goes in circles right so the steppy wings will be great and they'll get more steppy and they'll get smaller and more steppy and that's when you introduce a predator in, <laughs> um, uh, into the wild that's when you start putting picamoles yeah. on the wing surprise that's what will happen now the other part of this is it's not always natural I do not think that for instance Joe Singer. Is a natural, you know, has developed naturally. They've seen him at young age. Like, You're massive. You must play. Turns out he's not as good at rugby as maybe we thought. Um, Ian, Ian do interesting because again he's a, just a physical specimen, isn't he? And he made mistakes. Uh, one of the most egregious ones I saw today was when he ran into touch. You don't do that. No one does that. Yeah. You know that well, he, is he, like he went
3: round because he bumped off someone. If it's the one I'm thinking, of, he yes. bumped off someone and then Henshaw, and Henshaw nails him. Wow, that was a hit. And then. Uh, they have a bit of, yeah, they have a bit of head to head, and then Aindu picks him out slightly yeah. later on. Oh, yeah, goes down his channel. Yeah, and uh, makes well, makes some gains. I've
0: met his brother um, a couple of times now. His brother's about six inches shorter than he is. Yeah, but I tell you, there's something about the power of the man in the, just in the handshake, and just he uh, just strikes me as an incredibly strong human being. A- um, Akka, Akka yeah. God knows what Akka would be like if he. Well, I know exactly what it would be like if he's six foot. Do, do, Duan, Duan 6 Duan. foot 4 Duan's, Duan's massive It's unbelievable So yeah I have no doubt That, the, that, that he's, that he's class But like Tim says um, You know it Just that weakness At the highest level You can't run really into touch Yeah, Barry yeah. McGregor, uh McGregor uh, Would not have done that just No
2: on, uh, I'll tell you what One potential Irish winger Let's just have a, a replay Of that uh, Tigre Furlong step
0: Oh yes
2: Oh advert <laughs> Bloody <laughs> advert <laughs> you
0: Goodness oh, me Oh man The amount of BT money That you job. have You have a primi- pre- Premium premium Here we go Here he is
2: there It he was goes. the
0: two Step because he Step one mm-hmm.
1: And oh, then he Does off. it
2: again Look at him Look at him Getting the ball And then having A step Oh yeah so good. Oh, there he steps again. Such a beautiful thing. Great if you, step. If, if you want to see the uh replay of that step actually, um it's www.pornhub.com slash furlong <laughs> <Potato Amazing>. steps. Potato steps.
3: <laughs> so good. It was that was awesome. Um you did uh, I I never know what to make at scrums. There's sometimes when I look at a scrum and I'm like I can clearly see, like, there was a few of the um, England-France scrums where you had the spider cam right on top of it, and you can see, I can see Hawass, his bum was going out and his shoulder was going in to, to, well, Mako and LCD. I can see that is like a clear penalty, and it got picked up by the ref a couple of times. There are so many times where I just have no idea, and I'm sure refs... I watch a huge amount of rugby, yeah, but I've never that, played in the front row.
0: You've got basically three simultaneous wrestles going on at one time, so it's three different points of contact, and then maybe a flanker comes up, so it's a fourth, a fourth wrestle going on.
3: Yeah, and it's still, but you've also got the tight head who's wrestling two guys, and the hook who's wrestling two guys, yeah. and the loose head who's one guy, but then maybe you put the, the, the flanker on him as well. So, uh,
0: you know, look, the, the guy who I go to for scrimmage advice, name drop time, uh, or I listen to the most, it would be Dave Flatman. Yeah. Because he just knows everything. And when you think you know something and you run it past me, is No, that no, that is not what happened. Yeah.
3: It do, or, no, it just doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah. Because I've, I've heard him say stuff like that. But that said, I do know a lot about scrimmaging. I've done a lot of scrimmaging. Yeah. So, and also, I, I also think that if I asked someone else who is massively respected in the world of scrimmaging, I don't know, like Dorian West or, you know, or whoever it is, so you just pull out and go, yeah, you know about scrimmaging, what happened here? They'd probably give you a completely diff- different answer. Well, I that, think many things can be true at once. Yeah, and that's where that's why
3: I dislike the the way that scrums are officiated so much. Because I'm sure you could freeze frame any scrum at any point, and there are probably two or three separate infringements, mm. any of which could be getting pinged. So why?
0: I guess I I always get frustrated when one is pinged when two are just ignored. Yeah. Well, it's the consequence it has, right? So, if you look at the WP Nell versus um, Healy... Key and Healy, uh, yeah. ...which is a fascinating battle. And also, you can't see the other side of the scrum because of the way the cameras are, uh, are set up. But anyway, yeah. that's not the point. Um, it looks to me as if Healy is super aggressive, but WP Nell is super strong and also very experienced. And it's almost like, here are some cheap tricks that you can use in order to... Absolutely, smash a tight head if he's not really good, and that, that to me was the most fascinating battle of, of the lot. But then it went against WP one time, yeah. Well,
3: that I guess it kind of generally evens itself out yeah. in, a, in the game, and I, th- I think it did in this because WP Nell got pinged a few times, Ty Furlong got pinged a couple mm. of times.
0: Mm. And as of well those things, you've got a strategy, so if um, someone's doing something which you're not comfortable with, well, you stand up or you Pull it to the floor really, really quickly. Make it look like nobody knows what they're doing, and then you can start again until you're comfortable, and then you can go and go into the scrum.
3: Yeah. Mm. I did enjoy seeing again back to the England game. There was one scrum quite late on where Genge was on, and his Genge and sinks, and England won a scrum penalty with Genge and sinks, and just the oh yes, the two of them. Like celebrating with each other—it yes. was awesome. And they were aggressive; they, they were, were really, aggressive. really Good. aggressive. Good. Good. Yeah, and
2: that's when I think both
3: the reserve French props were on. Uh,
2: yeah, Kieran John uh, on Twitter: hiya Kieran. Is Scotland's obsession with beating England holding them back from performing against all other teams? <laughs> maybe it does feel that way a bit, doesn't it? Yeah,
3: maybe. Well, Scotland have—they've got all the ingredients to be able to. Do very well in the Six Nations, and they just can't quite. The last few years, they've just never been able to. I said at the start of every tournament, I think third or above for Scotland, and they've just never quite been able to string you it never together. Feel
0: like this, you're watching the, the Golden Generation of Scotland team. I always something lacking from them in some. In some yeah. Way. I, you, I don't know how much of it is no, just.
2: I think Finn and Hogg, you do feel like you're
0: watching well, the so
3: Golden Age of Scotland. They're the Golden Age, but they're not performing to the yeah, fullest so of their ability.
0: Yeah, would you. Are you, would you say uh, a few years ago, when you did have the golden age of Irish rugby, it turned out not to be the golden age at all, because the next group were even better. But like you'd say, oh yeah. Uh, O'Connell is one of the best locks in, in the world. Then you've got uh, Stringer and uh, and O'Gara, and then you know all of these lads. Um, whoever else it be, O'Driscoll and Darcy in the centre. Hold yeah. on,
2: they, they managed to equal the best performance of any Irish that side at a World
0: Cup. Fair play to a quarter final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair play. I mean, that's that is quite uh, quite something. You never fit, really feel that You're watching that in Scotland. I don't know. I, uh, Maybe it's I close think as I think they've
3: though. got it, but it's uh,
0: I just want. Whether
3: it's luck, whether it's consistency, I'm sure they've, they've got it in them. They beat France last year. They were, yeah, the they, te- they were the only team to beat France last year in the Six Nations. Yeah. Um,
2: they've got, they've they've got, got a it, massive performance every tournament. But they the the just can't the only
0: team last year to beat France, is that right?
2: Yeah. yeah. France won it last year. No, England won it. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> can't can't uh, <laughs> Johnny McFadden tweeted, Are Scotland a myth? <laughs> <laughs> Again, same stuff. I know what you're saying because we we see these we see these amazing 80 minute performances, and then we see them being patchy.
3: Yeah, and then I I don't think it particularly helps when you've got your captain and some of your best players. Um, you're 15, you're 13, you're one of your wingers in Maitland, you're 10. Your inspirational second row All going back to play for their clubs in England or France mm. So in that three week period Well actually they, they did have a rest week Because the France game got cancelled But yeah. in that three week period They should have played no rugby or, or one um, Six Nations game But they played two club games
0: Oh god And, and, we've and all the France. travel I, Yeah we've still got France, Scotland, Yeah
3: so this is the frustration We'll obviously come on to next week's games in a little yeah. bit but It's
2: not Super Saturday
3: Yeah and this... I really think that this should have been predetermined in the tournament. If there is a game that has to be cancelled through COVID and it can be shown that it's no one's fault, it's um, uh, split yes. points, three points each, or whatever you want to call it, two and a half, I don't really care, but you split points. If you can see one team has breach protocols, as France did, as Gaultier did, then it's um, four points to one or something like that.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah, Because yeah, not having the, Super Saturday So that yeah. game is currently Planned to be replayed At no particular date
2: Oh, I think that they've sort of floated the 26th of March A Friday night
3: oh, But then Scotland won't have half the players Because yeah. they'll be pl- committed to, Scotland might not have Hogg They might not have um, Harris and Finn and, It'd be interesting to see how France play that If
0: they can win the Championship Yeah I completely forgot that wasn't it? I didn't sense oh, the thing Just play it on the Sunday after the Saturday
3: Yes, just cancel it at this point. Yeah. <laughs>
0: just, just roll it stri- uh, straight through. Toss of a coin.
3: One team gets four. P- actually, no. France, France. Uh, so France
0: breached. Let's talk about ne- 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 next week's game. Yeah, and let's talk yeah. about
2: the, the championship potential decider. It might not be. It might be. But Wales win. They get a grand slam. Obviously, on the championship. Um. Never seen yeah. anything like it. How do Wales? How do Wales win this? Do they just
0: do what they've done? Is that it? Just show up and hope someone gets a red card
3: yeah red card, two dodgy
0: referee decisions, that should do it yeah they can get two <laughs> yeah, two tries up early through complete freak tries that 's going to be very helpful yeah, and there's every chance that France will lose their mind and get red card every yeah double two red cards would see them home
3: yeah, if only Sebastian Vahamina was guaranteed to be playing, oh, he damn could it.
0: he could elbow uh, Wainwright in the chops that'd be per- that would be ideal that would be ideal. Uh, that's I, this is the only. I, I honestly think this looks like a thirty-point drubbing. I, I I just know it won't be that because Wales. I, I might, I might no be wrong to stick
3: in there. Wales, Wales' Wales's defense has been really good. Their handling has been really good. They've been intelligent. They have had some luck. They've, they've unquestionably had lucky some luck.
0: tries. A win against Italy. Hear me now. Believe me later. They're going down hard against France. I think this is like when reality hits. You can only. Uh, you can only kind of stumble your way through so many games, and I know people find this ho- horrifically offensive. That is what has happened. They're, this is not a great team; it's just not. It's it's most of a Gatlin team. The players are yeah, almost identical. It's different, it's
3: different. but they, they've been up, He's upskilled the Gatlin team. They've Let's, still got, they've still got the tenacity and defensive. Still got the fitness. They've been playing some some nice rugby nah. when, they, when they've had the chances. My
0: money is going on France by more than twenty.
3: More than twenty. I, I think it'll be close. I think France will win actually, mm-hmm. um, and it'll keep the tournament alive. But I think it'll be a very close game because Wales, they are so tough and nuggety. They, I'll they really tell, tell you, are. one
2: guy who I think is play, played himself into a Lions squad is Josh Navidi. I think he's gonna. Mm. I think he's gonna be in the Lions squad. And bearing in mind, he didn't start that first game, and he only got on early because of. Dan Lydia. And
0: Faletel looks like he's playing, playing
3: his yeah. best yeah. so yeah. Talk, Talk about Fa- Falatar doing yeah. a Tom Croft. Yeah, maybe. About, maybe, maybe I'm
0: changing my mind
3: a bit now. Al- Al- Alwyn Jones well. has rolled Wins back Jones the years. Well. Ken, Ken Owens is rolling back the years. Biggers, still class. But they're just not. George North and Jonathan Davis, if you'd have told me two years ago that that would have been an inspirational distributing centre partnership, I would have thought you were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they're playing great.
2: Liam Williams at the back as well. It's just yeah, they're, Lee, they're Liam a class Williams. of side. Is, Wales it, are a class side. and Dan Bigger, big occasion. He has a big game.
0: And Louis rees Summit. Dan Bigger is the greatest of all
3: of, of all the Six Nations of half so he yes. and, and give them it doesn't matter which one of their um nippy little nines plays, all of them are electric. It's, oh, it's, it's a pretty good I've tell you who, really who've been team. very impressive. And they they're probably the least athletic looking pairing of any of the, the players in their positions but they've been playing really well is win jones and thomas francis yeah you're right win jones has been a great
0: player this he right, yeah. you've not convinced me that they have absolutely no chance no, <laughs> no, no, no. I was kind of on board i do thinking, think about... i do
2: think france will win but i i, I agree with Phil. i'm going to go for france by 6
3: yeah France, France by four points The rubber meets the road This weekend <laughs> This is this is the what It can't continue
0: I'd love so, it to continue
3: So That's Of all, of all the, the games this weekend So obviously you wanted England to lose You wanted France to win oh, you're, you're always desperate for Wales to lose
0: I'm not I, I, I like Wales I like England I love France Um yeah, no, if you think the internationals are bad for them, I mean, I don't really care about the internationals <laughs> I, I like to watch them, I enjoy a beer with them The premiership this weekend Has been far more Not now Far tougher Not for me to deal with there. MWDP yeah. Oh my word
2: MWDP So, yeah, so we've got, we've got the, the three games on the s- Saturday The first game is Scotland-Italy Great Scotland, Scotland, you'll get another win Good Thanks for showing up, Italy I'm glad that's the first game As I say, that's what I said should happen Mm. Italy should always be the first game on a Saturday. Yep, Yeah. Because it's just an anticlimax to put it anywhere else. Ireland v England. Is this, the, is is game. This, this is interesting. This is interesting. Hasty yeah. in, game in
0: Dublin. In Dublin. <sighs> I mean, Ireland look like they want to do a lot of things Which England. Want, uh, want to do? I think England could pan them though.
2: Well, England I, have I had definitely them. don't think they can pan them. England you definitely have, don't
3: think they can pan them. England have had the beating uh, of Ireland over the last few years. They have, yeah. Generally, I'm probably missing a game. Um, Ireland went to Twickenham in 2018, was it? And beat them at, at so yeah. Twickenham.
0: When with Anthony Watson playing 15? I think now. Yeah, no, I think England can, England could could pump pump them. It could be brutal this I, I think it, this will be a close game. I mean, what do Ireland want to do? They want to they want to beat you up. Uh, and they i thought they were kind of on par with Scotland now Scotland did beat England yeah, yeah Scotland right? did beat England up. but i'm not entirely sure that ireland are going to get away with that england pack put it mildly i i think it's going be a close game
3: i think the, the two teams are well matched um i th- i think ireland are they're, they're pretty streetwise as well they will they'll be very good at slowing that england fast ball down yeah,
2: and I think they're dangerous at, at lineout time as well. England won pretty much. I think you might you're right, right for that. Pretty much hundred percent fourteen on so,
0: fourteen.
2: Yeah, and and they were a massive part of the the launch of their attack. And I think Ireland won't make it as
0: easy. For no, them. I mean <sighs> losing lineouts is kind of unacceptable in and you know at, at any level really. I imagine England will have enough to. I don't know It's more Can Ireland Manipulate the line out To go to places That England don't want Rather than Stealing the line out Does that make sense Con- Connors and Byrne, uh, and A nuisance at the
2: breakdown uh, They can I want say They can disrupt the flow That, that England managed to get Those lo- We're not going to get Those long passages Of open play Because Ireland will play A different type of rugby Than France played It will be, lo- be A bit more stop start There will be a few more Kicks
0: going into touch Because Ireland will Back their line out yeah, but um, winning a line-out is one thing, right? And I have no doubt that they can win line-outs. We've seen it. Uh, I have no doubt they can pressure an England line-out. But if you're putting pressure... So, yeah, here we go. So if you're putting pressure on the England line-out because you don't want them to launch their plays, you might be horribly mistaken here because, yes, launching, not being able to launch plays is one thing, but are you sure you want to get into a arm wrestle at, at mall time with, mm. with England? Because that's what you'll forcing them to do. If you I, force them to come down to the I
2: front... F- I think Ireland will take that. Yeah. Oh,
0: I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do
2: do that one bit. What what I saw from Ireland today was a very 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 good Ireland pack and a decent Irish backline.
0: Mm.
2: Gary Ringrose had a pretty poor game. James Lowe had a poor game, mm. but I, I thought the Irish pack were great. I think they'll back themselves to to. So what, uh, what are you
0: saying? I'm saying England by at least ten. Hmm.
3: I don't think it'd be that much. I think I like to think England will win. England by
0: six. I'm going to say England by two. England by two? No, Tim. No, you just you, you're doing that thing where in you're, Dublin you're underplaying your own team for your for your own purposes here in Dublin, like, like you do with Wales. I I, I just tell you exactly what I, <laughs> exactly what I think.
3: <laughs>
2: I think Ireland in Dublin against England are going to raise their game, and I think they'll be good.
3: I'm looking forward to that game.
2: I'd, I'd get Andrew Conway on the wing though, because I think Ireland no stockers. Ireland's just going to stick it on James
0: Lowe all afternoon. England. I think you've got. I think you're both completely mi- mi- uh, mi- misled there. I don't think either um, Stocker's or Conway, Addison. <laughs> when was the last time Addison actually played a game of rugby? I don't know. Is he still hurt? Mm.
3: He's not played in a
0: while.
2: Y- your ex-headshot, Mike Haley. Then Haley,
0: yeah, <laughs> Haley can play. Yeah, Haley. In fact, he just returned. He he was he was injured for a little while. I think just turned. Uh, oh, just speaking
3: there. of people returning in a monster shirt, Carberry. Oh, oh, yeah, Carver he is back and looking good That's from, from the limited f- footage I've seen. That
0: is fantastic to see him back. What, I yeah. a Unless time. your surname's, surname is Burns. <laughs> Either Billy or uh, yeah. uh, one of the two other ones that play at Leinster. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, you don't want that. This is exactly what you don't want. <laughs> Correct. Excellent. Right, wrap this up. We'll do an MWDP. Yes,
2: and I'm going to tease ahead. Uh, you, well, you thought that the, the o- this audio I had of Brees Doolan on the last podcast was good. I've got something on the Midweek Domestic Podcast that is incredible. <laughs> I can't wait to share with you. So uh, make sure you join us for that. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and then you'll get every episode delivered to you to this week. We're, we're the only podcast that's there for you every single week, 52 weeks a year and every Monday morning. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, he's at Jay or I'm at Cocker. Fill in your DMs. We're on Patreon. at the boys play.